0: Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest and greatest episode of Game Rivals. I am your host, Maximilian X, coming to you from the interwebs as usual. I hope you're all doing great. I hope you're all doing fantastic. And I hope you're all ready for a bunch of gaming news. Because I got a lot of them, and I got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to discuss, a lot of opinions to be had. So, I hope you're ready. I hope your week is going well. Uh and uh I hope this episode will bring you a lot of good news, maybe some interesting news that you hadn't heard about yet, and maybe even some fun stuff that you might even not have thought about yet. So, let's just jump right in with some weird and kind of wacky out of the way announcements. Um so, well, I mean i guess you could technically call it an announcement because it has been confirmed that mortal kombat 12 is in development and it's coming out this year um unfortunately for netherrealm games uh they were not the ones to announce it (laughs) it was brought up by uh investors uh uh, by the board during an investor meeting of uh wonder brothers discovery that mortal kombat 12 is in development um i think we're all kind of assuming that that was going to be the case uh ed boone has been uh like hinting at stuff on twitter for the past couple of months just little 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 spriglets here and there to get people like second guessing uh whether or not uh, like what they were developing um was it going to be a Metroid? Was it going to be a, 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 a Mortal Kombat 12? What, <coughs> was it, sorry. Was it going to be a new Injustice? Uh, who knows? Uh, unfortunately, we know now, and unfortunately for uh, for Ed Boon and NetherRealm Games, they were not a, the ones that got to announce it, which is a little bit disappointing. But now that we know that it's coming, and not only that it's coming out this year, this year seems to be not just a year for RPGs. But it also seems to be the year for fighting games with Street Fighter 6 coming out in the summer uh, and a bunch of other. Uh, uh, I don't think Tekken is coming out. I don't think Tekken is coming out this year. If it is, um, crazy, 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 absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a big, big year for fighting games. Uh, a new Grand Blue is coming out. Uh, as well, um, we got a new, uh, 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 we recently got a new, uh, what's it called again? Not Virtua Fighter, um, King of Fighters. Uh, I think that was last year, uh, or it was early this year. I, I don't remember, but what I do remember is that that is big news. Um, so Mortal Kombat stands. uh, let me hear you. Let me hear you in the comments. Uh, I'm kind of curious to think what you all think. Um, Is it finally time for Mortal Kombat 12? Are you still playing Mortal Kombat 11? Uh, What do you think of it? Let me know in the comments. Um, In other news, uh, Sony's deal with Activision uh, exclusivity deal for Call of Duty, which they currently have, uh, runs out next year in 2024. And uh, well, with the acquisition hanging in the balance, the question then becomes, uh, well, not if they're going to get the new exclusivity deal, because they're probably won't unless the deal with Microsoft falls through with Activision Blizzard. Um, That would be in PlayStation's uh, benefit, uh, because then they could probably make another deal with Activision Blizzard again. uh, we don't know. I mean, April is around the corner, people. April is around the corner. I think they were supposed to, like, put dot the I's and cross the T's by April 23rd? I might be wrong on that one. Uh, don't quote me on the, the exact date. I do know it's supposed to be in April. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but we'll we'll circle around to PlayStation uh, a bit later in this episode. Um... Because there's way, way more stuff to talk about with uh, PlayStation uh, in terms of the whole Microsoft Activision deal. Because it seems like uh, the European Union is about to sign off on the deal that they are saying it's okay for Microsoft to go through. Because Microsoft recently uh, dotted some I's and crossed some T's themselves with not just Nintendo, but also NVIDIA on giving them 10-year deals uh, for Nintendo, specifically uh, having Call of Duty appear on Nintendo platforms for the next 10 years, and uh, at least guaranteed for the next 10 years. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen after that, but I think you can figure out what's going to happen after that. But with NVIDIA, it's a little bit more interesting because with NVIDIA, they're giving them access to Microsoft games on GeForce now, like one of my personal favorite streaming services uh, for gaming. Um, One that I've used a lot, uh, that's allowed me to play games that I'm not able to play because I don't have a current PC. And uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting because, you know, Microsoft has their Xbox cloud gaming service, but this would essentially allow them to, to play PC games on GeForce Now. Microsoft, the Microsoft uh, GeForce Now um, deal, super weird, super interesting, Uh, for at least the next 10 years. We don't, again, I'm assuming after the 10 years is over, they're gonna be like, well, you're gonna yank all of this off the service. have fun. Um, At least there's, you know, cloud saves, so that wouldn't be too bad if something like that were to happen, in my opinion but it is cool cuz that means that stuff like uh Age of Empires 4 would be playable uh via GeForce Now streaming which is fantastic. Uh I love that idea. Um I love the idea of being able to play uh some c- good good games on GeForce Now like the more games on GeForce Now the better. Um still hoping for the return of Kerbal Space Program on GeForce Now. Um cuz cuz that would be nice um, for me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a lot going on in that, in that, in that space. Um, at this point in time, I think it's going to happen. Uh, I, I think the deal with Activision Blizzard is an inevitab- inevitability at this point. The extent to how this deal is going to go down still kind of hangs on what happens in the UK. They're still investigating stuff. But uh clocks are ticking, uh, guys, clocks are ticking. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, in February, we had, of course, on the 27th of February, it was Pokemon Day. It's the day of the release day of Pokemon uh, Red and Green in Japan. Uh, so that uh, every year on, on Pokemon Day, they have a Pokemon Presents where they talk about new stuff, new game stuff, uh, new projects things to the pokemon company uh, and of course new games um they of course they talked about updates to their mobile franchises uh one of the things that i did not expect them to talk about because i thought it was dead in the water was pokemon sleep which they announced i think two or three pokemon presents ago so that means like two or three years ago i think it was announced during the last pokemon presents in 2020 and then we didn't hear anything about it like anything at all nothing nada zilch and then all of a sudden at this year's pokemon to present they bring it back and it's like oh yeah it's coming out this summer and uh yeah you're going to be sleeping with pokemon um (laughs) phrasing um but yeah you're going to be sleeping it's a sleep it's basically a sleep sleep tracker and you get to collect pokemon while you sleep uh, and depending on how you sleep, uh, it's going to be recording that. And uh, you know when you're like a light sleeper or a heavy sleeper, you're able to get into REM sleep. It'll track that, and it will use that to like determine what Pokemon uh, come and sleep with you. Um, of course, not in not not really, but in in, in the app, of course. Um, they get around this like big Snorlax, which is like. the 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 mascot for this game which makes sense because when they first revealed the pokemon sleep logo like three years ago it was pikachu and i get why they put pikachu in the logo because people people recognize pikachu but i never understood why they did that when they have like the poster pokemon for sleeping snorlax and well yeah i I guess someone someone uh, in the marketing department was like Uh, we have this big guy over here who is known for eating and sleeping. Wouldn't he be the better poster child for this app? (laughs) Someone was like, Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I think that's, I think legit, that's how that went. Um, or at least with the original logo, because they had two versions of that logo with Pikachu one that was like very basic, and then one was like colored in. So, I'm I almost feel like they really wanted to go with Pikachu early on. (laughs) As someone told them not to. Um, But it's good. It's good. I mean, it's okay. I don't know if it's a paid app. I didn't check the website. I haven't checked anything about it other than what they showed in the presentation. But they did introduce a new Pokemon, uh, Pokeball Plus uh, device called Pokeball uh, Pokeball go plus plus oh my gosh so so, clever naming guys you're earning the big bucks for real for real (laughs) it's like damn it man that's such a crappy name like what the hell is up with that name? it's so absolute garbage um but basically it's a pokeball plus which is flatter so you can use that um to to track your sleep to enable to start the tracking procedure and to end the tracking procedure, uh, there's a Pikachu living in it, so you hear the Pikachu um, like, uh, like doing its Pikachu thing. You can have Pikachu sing you lullabies to get you to sleep, which is also crazy, and uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> if, if you're into that, uh, and then it'll wake you up in the morning. So I think it also has an alarm feature. So it'll wake you up in the morning. Uh, Pikachu will wake up like you know, yawning and stuff, and making its Pikachu noises. Um, so that's fun. But you can also use it as a Poke, Pokeball Go, uh, plus, meaning uh, you can use it in Pokemon Go to catch Pokemon even when you're not playing, when even when you're not actively using the app. So it's connected to the app, uh, and you don't have to. Have, Actively use the phone you can put the phone in your pocket just like with the regular pokeball go plus these names And uh, you press the button in the middle to catch a Pokemon the difference between the this one and the new one is the new one Allows you to use all the pokeballs that you have the old one only allowed you to use regular pokeballs so when you ran out of regular pokeballs you couldn't use great balls or ultra balls Something that you may or may not have in abundance. And you have like a whole bunch of Pokeballs. And you're like, why am I not catching Pokemon anymore? It's because it only uses the regular Pokeballs. Which was a dumb decision. And the fact that they're bringing this out as a feature means that they are not willing to uh, send out a firmer update to the old Pokeballs. Because the Pokeball does have... The Pokeball uh, Go Plus has a USB... C for charging. And I think it's only for char- I think it's only for charging. It's not uh, charging in data, which is a little bit disappointing. Because if they if they made it charging in data, if they future proof the crap out of it, first of all, I'm pretty sure people would firmware flash the crap out of the Pokeball so that they could use it for other stuff and maybe hack so that it can get infinite Mewtwo uh Muse, not Mewtwo. And the other thing is, uh, yeah, pro- I think that's not no, that's just it. And I think that just is. They, they didn't want people to hack it, which kind of sucks now because now you have to buy a separate one so that you can, if you're an active Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Go player um, and want to be able to catch Pokemon while not constantly having your gosh darn phone out in, in public the entire time, you can discreetly catch Pokemon with the Pokeball Go++ Plus Plus. stupid name again. Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Oh, they also talked about, um, I guess some new DLC that's coming out for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet or something. Not just kidding. Um, yeah, they did talk about the DLC that's coming out for Scarlet and Violet. The interesting thing is these two, the DLC is coming out later this year. Not like they did with, uh, Sword and Shield where it came out like, I think, a month or so. Or like the, the quarter after. Um. So it's split into two parts, just like the first one. The first one is coming out late fall, early fall, and then the second part is coming early December, uh, early winter. Sorry, I keep saying December, but I meant winter. Um, and it looks interesting. The first half seems to be taking place in a region outside of uh, Paldia, um, which looks to be very Japanese, which is interesting, considering that... The last time we were in a very Japanese environment, it was the Hisui region in Pokemon Legends Arceus. I guess they saw that people really gravitated towards that, so they decided to have DLC that is based in Japan, modern-day Japan, instead of, like, you know, Edo period Japan. And uh, the second part takes place in, like, this academy floating on the sea, uh, which looks really cool. The school uniforms look... uh, Look spacey and and in my opinion, they do look pretty cool. Um, there are going to be more in Pokemon going to be introduced that weren't in the base game. So if you're interested in that and getting more Pokemon, uh, that'll be a chance. So if you want to pick that up, pick that up. Um, moving on from that, I still have a lot of news to go through. Oh my gosh, uh, what should I talk about? Ah, yeah, so. Another game that got actually announced, um, kind of the, uh, well, it, I wouldn't say unceremoniously because I, I wouldn't say unceremoniously, but at the same time, the announcement was during the live at the end of a, of of a, a Dragon Ball Fighters tournament in Japan, and uh, they put the trailers out on Twitter and Facebook. Not on YouTube, which is super weird. Why would you use the two worst video players on the planet for this? Either way, um, they put out a new trailer for a new Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi game. Uh, this would be the fourth in the series and the first one in the series for over 15 years. Which has a lot of Dragon Ball Z fans excited because the Budokai Tenkaichi games were very popular. Um especially i think like the second and the third game were like really people were really popping off on that one uh so yeah uh that got confirmed nothing other than a teaser trailer um we don't even know when it's coming out uh i think i think they're aiming for this year see what i mean with like like fighting game fans are going to be eating well this year um if this game comes out this year it's going to be great it's going to be like Well, I don't know if it's going to be great, because we haven't seen anything about it other than the teaser trailer, which only showed off uh, Goku going uh, Super Saiyan God Blue. Um, So, yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh to be more, to go into a more interesting direction, uh, damn, that was a really bad segue, <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor director wants to make a Kals Saga trilogy, which I guess makes sense if you're talking about anything Star Wars related, right? Um, the first game was received really well. It did really well. Got, like, critical claim. Uh, fans love it. Uh, people want more of Cal's story, so they're getting it with Survivor. Uh, assuming that Survivor does really well, um, EA might consider doing a third game, and then the director will get his wish of uh, having the story be uh, a three, a three for a three-parter. This also makes it seem like at least i hope that the ending to the second game is not so open that if there isn't a third game happening that it feels like you're missing part of the story i f- i really hope that um uh, survivor is a complete narrative from start to finish um so that uh, if it doesn't happen you know, it, you, know you never know right If it doesn't happen, that's too bad. But um, if it does happen, hey, little hint there, a little hint there, um, which is really cool. Um, I hope it does. The game looks good. Uh, Me, personally, I'm still playing through the first game. I'm hoping to finish it before the second game comes out. Um, So that's, I mean, yeah, Uh, so so far where I am in the game, it is a pretty cool story. Um, it, has, it it. surprisingly does have the gravitas of a Star Wars movie. Um, it's very well written. The characters are very well written. The characters really feel at home in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I don't know how the story is going to end. Uh, but considering that there is a second game and it's called Survivor, uh, probably not as good as I think it would. Probably not as good as I hope it would. But we'll see. (laughs) Um, And also in a term of uh, hope and see that they do some good stuff, and unfortunately don't, EA uh, laid off over 200 uh, Apex Legends testers over a Zoom call, which, yikes! Um, I mean, imagine, like, being in a Zoom meeting, and then by the end of it, not having a job anymore, come on, that that is just crazy. Um, these are uh, people that were, um, on contract, um, testers, so not, so not staff. I mean, yeah, so not like they're, they're working on a contract base. Um, and they worked out of the EA Baton Rouge office. Um, yeah, they were in a zoom meeting and, uh, yeah, they were laid off. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. You're all out of a job now. Um. Have a nice life. Bye. Bye. Um, the weird thing is it's not just that they laid off 200 people. It's like the whole Baton Rouge office was just disbanded. Yeah. So kind of, that kind of sucks because it's it's basically, yeah, we're disbanding the, the, the Baton Rouge office. This also means that y'all don't have a place to work anymore. Peace. Um, so, you know, way to go EA on that one. Um, Doing your legacy good, as always. Um, Just, I... Here's the thing, right? EA will do stuff that is, like, good one minute and then stupid the next. And you'll go, ah, yeah, this is why uh, EA was, like, nominated one of the worst employers of the U.S. Like, multiple years in a row. Because they keep doing stupid stuff like this. Um... You know what isn't you know what isn't stupid though? Uh new game releases. Well, new game releases in the sense of we're get we're finally getting some dates. Um Starfield got a date. Uh I uh, if I'm not mistaken it's September 6th, which yeah, that's pretty cool. Um I'm still I'm I'm still curious about if it's going to be good or not. People are already hating on it. Um without even actually playing it. And yeah, I mean, the trailers haven't been fantastic. But then again, we've seen fantastic trailers for games that ended up being absolute and complete and total trash. So, you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover too much in this regard. Um, Here's to hoping that they're actually doing something good. But then again, um, they delayed the release of this game because this game was supposed to come out this summer. I think it was supposed to come out June. Um, they didn't like set a date in stone, but everybody assumed that it was gonna be June or July, like either around E three or after E three or before E three, around that period. Uh, and now it's coming out in September, which means that they're taking a little bit more time to finish the game. Uh, for like what I don't know what else they could achieve in the additional three or so months that they're giving themselves, but hopefully it's something good. I don't know. I um, I am not in that position to know what that is about. Uh, but speaking of games that don't show off well in trailers, Suicide Squad. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, Sony had one of their state of plays where they showed off a bunch of games, particularly VR games because the PlayStation VR 2 launched. Around that time. So they were showing off a couple of games, of course, for that. They showed off a bunch of interesting VR games. And I was like, okay, that actually kind of looks interesting. Um, not enough for me to spend uh, almost 1,200 euros on just getting all that. But it it still looks interesting. Um, what also ended up looking interesting was uh, Suicide Squad, Squad Kill Justice League. Which showed off uh, their first true gameplay trailer. Which had the characters jumping and shooting guns and leaping and doing weird ability stuff that made me go. Yeah, okay, I didn't expect that from that character. I didn't expect Harley Quinn to be jumping around like she's like part of the Bat Family. Um, but okay, I'll, I'll bite, I'll bite. What, 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 what are we doing here? Sorry. Jeez. Um, And then... They showed the second half of that presentation. And the most awful words came out of the developer's mouth. Battle Pass. Yeah. Whenever something like that's announced, it's... No. So basically, we're back to Marvel Avengers again... Because they were showing off cosmetics and gears with like incremental differences. And everybody's using a gun, which is weird. Because you have a character like Captain Boomerang who, you know, is famous for, I don't know, the thing that's literally in his name. Captain Boomerang apparently doesn't use boomerangs except in like cutscenes. At least that, as far as I could tell, he also has a gun. Um, so does um, uh, so does killer shark. Uh, cool, you got a big bruiser of a shark man who uses guns instead of I don't know rip and tear, which would way be more up uh, that kind of creature's alley. I'm assuming. Look, if a ex if if a if an X Men Wolverine Origins game does Wolverine way more justice than this game does Killer uh, does uh does ki- the the does King Shark um mm, there's a slight problem there uh what we do know at the very least it seems is that the game has been delayed. Because this game was supposed to come out in May, and it seems to have been delayed. Now, rumor had it that it was delayed maybe until 2024, but uh, I think we recently got a confirmation that it's still on track for this year, despite the delay. And they said that the delay is for polishing the game, which is interesting, because... If you were supposed to come out in May and you're delaying the game till somewhere later in the year, how many more months do you need for polish unless you wanted to reverse course on certain stuff that you have done because of the negative backlash? Um, I'd say it's too late to reverse course because stuff like battle passes are essentially hard-coded into the gameplay. You can't. Really reverse course on stuff like that, unless I don't know you make the paddle pass free somehow. Um, you uh, yeah, yeah, not possible because they've been working on this game for like eight years or so. That would require probably an additional two years to like just take out all the battle pass and like stat stat related stuff like the rpg elements and like redo them in a way that makes way more sense and giving each character way more personality because at this point in terms of like cutscenes, the characters have personality in terms of gameplay they have no personality because they'll all use the same flipping gun <sighs> i was so looking forward to this one too yeah that's that really blows um it really does um well at least we had some better news later. Um, not during the state of play, I mean, but uh, later in the week we got a Capcom Presents. I think it was called Presents. I don't know. Either way, they had a Capcom like uh like digital event thingy that we're talking about, like Capcom stuff. Um Monster Hunter rise on uh current consoles uh is getting uh the 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 sunbreak dlc uh later later this year um probably i think in like a couple of months uh, which is really quick which is nice good for them um they get to experience sunbreak uh something that uh, you know switch and pc gamers have been experiencing for the past uh almost a year now which is really cool um update 5 is coming out for that one um uh, current console so PlayStation Five and Xbox, um, are getting sunbreak with all the free content update that came out with version, uh, with version three update. Um, yeah, so Switch and PC is on version four, getting version five. Um, but that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But well, they also talked about they showed off more of Resident Evil Four. Uh, they showed off. Uh, more of the story, uh, which looks really cool. Uh, they showed off some uh, more characters um, and they released a free demo uh, that you can download right now. Uh, it has no limit on how many times you can play it. Uh, you can play it as many times as you want. And you might have wanted to play it as many times as you possibly can, because whenever you start a new game, um, you might be surprised to see that it has a ultra hard difficulty. Uh, that pops up once every few times when you start a new game uh, from the demo. Uh, So there's no control over that. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll get it right away. If you're not so lucky, you'll have to restart the game as a new game until you get it. Um, I played the demo a couple of times. Uh, First time, I died um, to a random villager. The second time, I actually made it to the end of the demo, Uh the the demo kind of reminds me of the demo that came out for the original version of RE4. It's literally that. So it's the first part of the game where you enter the village um, and then see that there's something amiss. Uh they made it way more gruesome this time around. Uh and uh, yeah, it's like way more way more intricate, of course, you know, because you know it's a modern game now with a lot more detail. Um, everything looks way more disgusting. Um, uh, you're not like some of the villagers may come back to life uh, because of reasons. I mean, if you've played the game already, you know why. Why? Um, the, chain, the chainsaw guy is really freaking creepy. Um, didn't get to fight him. Didn't get to fight him before. Before I was able to fight him, I already reached the end of the demo. Uh, so i'll I'll probably play it a couple of more times hopefully get the ultra hard and see what's so hard about it um so yeah that's really exciting uh, it's coming out of march twenty fourth so look forward to that one uh play the demo uh it's fun it's a lot of fun if you have never played Resident Evil 4 I recommend playing the demo see how you feel about it and uh, if you've played the remakes before then you're you pretty much know what you're getting yourself into um they also talked about, of course, Street Fighter VI, which is coming out June 2nd, I want to say. Uh, it's going to be part of EVO, which is really cool. Uh, so that means uh, you know the pro- professionals have a couple of months to practice before they get to compete in EVO on the big stage, um, which is really cool. They showed off uh, some more characters. They showed off Zangief, who looks even more beefcake than usual. They showed off a new character called Lily, who's a part of T Hawk's uh, tribe. Um, she's a little petite, a little adorable. She fights with like this club thingy, um, and uh, yeah, she kind of kicks ass. And speaking of kicking ass, they showed off Cammy in her new kick-ass design, uh, sporting the Union Jack on a on a small denim uh, jacket, and um, yeah, uh, the trailer had her um, stretch. <laughs> Uh, and uh kind of broke the internet <laughs> i mean not literally broke the internet but uh it definitely took people aback um she looks fine yeah that's all i'm saying um she kicked ass which is really cool they like one of her like specials uh, uh not special one of her supers is lifted straight out of street fighter 2 the animation which is this like scene where she um a brainwashed cami uh snaps the neck of like this politician or something or diplomat and then like kicks him in the knees and then basically makes him homba and and then he dies Uh, (laughs) but it's like like beat for beat it's exact same moves it's really cool um that's a really deep cut uh i hope we get to see more cool deep cuts like that in the game I'm really excited for it. I think there's supposed to be open betas coming out before the game launches. I hope that happens. I don't. They haven't announced anything yet, um, but I hope it does because I really want to play that game. I really want to. I really want to pick up that one. I haven't picked up a Street Fighter game since Street Fighter F- Super Street Fighter Four for the Nintendo 3DS that's the last time i played that's the last time i picked up a street fighter game <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so bad why would i pick like the only reason i picked it up is because it had the 3d mode uh and it had the easy play mode where you can like map special moves to like the ta the touch pad at the bottom um that's the only reason why i picked it up <laughs> i'm so i'm so bad i'm so not a fighting game fighter <laughs> I talk, I talk a big game, but I'm, I'm so average at fighting games. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yeah, this summer is gonna be crazy wild, crazy wild, crazy wild. Uh, let me see what else, what else is there? There's so much stuff. Um, oh yeah, so remember what I was talking about a little bit earlier with with PlayStation trying to meddle with the whole Activision Blizzard stuff uh, with Microsoft. Uh, Well, because of that, a bunch of news has come out uh, that I'm pretty sure both sides didn't want to know, and also that both sides didn't want to come out. Um, One of these things uh, that has been recently revealed uh, is a potential timeline for the PlayStation 6, um, which was uh, lined out that it was probably going to come out um, if... If the projections in the report are to be believed um that it would come out somewhere in twenty twenty seven at the earliest and uh and that had to do with a bunch of calculations um in terms of like call of duty and like the whole like exclusivity deal blah 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 surrounding around that um but yeah, it seems like uh, Sony might be aiming for 2027 for the release of the PlayStation 6. Um we have no idea. Um we have no idea what what this will entail. What kind of system this will be. Um but yeah, like 2027, maybe 2028. That's that's a big deal. Uh We're in 2023 right now, so if you wanted to get into PlayStation 5 gaming, now's the right time to do so. Uh, They're way more available now than they have been uh, over the past two years. Uh, And you can at least uh, expect to have the next, what, five, four or five years of uh, PlayStation 5 uh, goodness. (laughs) I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh, Again, this is just a rumor and speculation based off of analytics uh from reports coming out of the whole Activision uh, Microsoft kerfuffle uh not a kerfuffle but uh, merger kerfuffle um it's still kind of a kerfuffle so yeah that is that is um that is one that's really crazy um it's a, i'm i'm glad that nothing else got re- revealed during that so that's that's good that's good um and if you're a PlayStation fan, speaking of, if you were hoping to use Discord connected to your PlayStation account, you can now finally do that. After a year of beta testing, uh, Sony Sony's consoles are now able to use Discord. So if you have a Discord account, uh, you can link your PlayStation account to your Discord and then use Discord functionality on your PlayStation, uh, including the ability to... Uh, notify people like what you're playing uh through discord and also uh share play which is pretty cool um, uh if you wanted to do that uh, you go ahead and do that uh in less fun news in less fun news uh the stalker two devs uh announced that they were hacked by uh malicious by malicious jerks uh who thought they were funny and were like, hey, uh we are going to steal your stuff, um, and uh we're going to leak it all if you do not listen to our demands. Uh well the the, 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 the developers are not going to they're like uh yeah you do that um we don't care um we know that our fans will stick by us They have been looking forward to this game uh, for a really long time and they do not want to be spoiled. And those that are true to that will probably do anything in their power to avoid spoilers at all costs. Uh, So they did did, like a call to arms to fans. So like if you see anything like that even looks like a leak of the game, uh, please ignore it. Please block it. um, Because, you know, this way you can experience the game at the fullest. Uh, at the fullest possible. And it sucks because we recently had something similar happen to CD Project Red um where some hackers uh some a, a single hacker um hacked CD Project Red and got some like source code and stuff like that. We had something that had recently happened to Red um Retro. Um Rockstar uh North which uh, had this one guy leak 90 minutes of alpha footage, pre-alpha footage of um, GTA 6, uh, which also, you know, kind of sucks because it's early stuff. It's not what the game is going to look like in the end, and it's just skewing, like, people's opinions unnecessarily early, and people will keep their stupid opinions uh, for a really long time, even when the game ends up looking good they'll be like oh no this this is what it looked like before it's stupid so yeah um to the hackers out there screw you um for doing stupid things like this i don't know why you want to ruin gaming for everybody but uh screw you uh go out and touch grass and uh screw you (laughs) um leave people that are doing hard work alone and let them do their work in peace um i hope uh Stalker will still be received very well. I hope that the game is actually really good. I know that the fans of the Stalkers for, for the first Stalker game were really happy that the second game was coming out. Um, they might have made some missteps with the second game and then promptly reversed course. Um, they briefly um, announced that they were doing NFTs and then people got upset and then they reversed course on that. So at least they're listening to fans, which is good. Um... Which is not something that I can say for the Pokemon company. Getting back to them. um, A recent job posting was put up, I think on LinkedIn. uh, That they're looking for someone who is well versed in Web3 and NFTs. Two words that I really do not like. Um, Especially the second one. Because they're dumb and they've been proven to be grifts. I don't know why the Pokemon company decided that they need to hire someone who is well versed in this. Specifically someone who has 25 years experience no not sorry not 25. 12 years of experience in web3. 3. Web3 3 doesn't even exist it hasn't even existed for maybe 5 years. I don't know I don't know who is in charge of hiring at the Pokemon company. I will say this, whoever is in charge of hiring at the Pokemon company, y'all need to do your work a little better. Um, and hopefully you'll do a little bit better work and realize that NFTs suck and nobody wants them and makes them hate you as a company or as a person because there have been a lot of grifts and they are completely, absolutely worthless. So, yeah. um, Now, damn, that's kind of a bummer to go out on. Um, Isn't there anything else that is less of a bummer. Um Oh. Uh little side note of a news. The new RoboCop game got a new trailer in which you uh play as RoboCop. Uh the original actor for RoboCop, Peter Weller. Am I saying that Am I saying that name correctly? Peter Weller? Well, Weller, well. Um Am I saying that right? I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, Pilar Reller, yeah. Yeah, I got it right the first time. <laughs> uh is reprising his role, um do forgive his performance. He is 75 years old. So if he sounds a little bit more tired and weary than usual, uh that's because he's old. Uh he has deserved to He deserves to sound as old as he does. Um, But the fact that he actually was willing to come back for this project says a lot about the character and the person of Peter Weller. Weller. Damn it! Um, So yeah, you get to play as Alex Murphy, a.k.a. Robocop, dispensing justice with a fury and a passion and robo-goodness. And you can also give out, like, parking tickets. Yeah, so the trailer shows off, like uh one of the things is that your like your hud will be like oh hey this guy has parked close to like the too close to a fire hydrant that's a parking violation uh give him a ticket like and then you see him give him the ticket to to like the car that's parked close to the fire hydrant uh so it's not all um like dispensing 1980s version of the future justice to uh, uh scum and villainy it's also your average um, crypto bro who does not care about parking close to a fire hydrant. <laughs> so on that note, on that note, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think we are reaching the end of this episode. Uh, and I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to bring you all this fancy fancy news. Um, let me know what you think in the comments uh please if you're listening to this on apple podcast uh leave a review um because those do help with uh visibility on apple podcasts uh you can find uh you can find me on any other podcasting service um i'm also on google podcast on on anchor which is the home of game rivals oh wait it's not anchor anymore it's spotify uh yeah, Spotify uh for podcasts. Uh, that's what what it's called now. Uh, rest in peace, anchor. Um, so you can find me on there. You can find me on Overcast, uh, Pocket Cast, whatever podcasting service you're listening to. I'm probably there. Um, I will return to YouTube uh, someday. Um, hopefully soon. Hopefully sooner than later. Um, you can always give me feedback at Game Rivals at uh, Game Rivals feedback at gmail.com, you can mail there, you can find me on Twitter, at Maximilian, you can also find Game Rivals on Twitter, which is at game underscore rivals underscore, you can find me on Instagram as well, at Maximilian underscore X, or on TikTok, at Maximilian underscore X, or on YouTube, at Maximilian underscore X, and Game Rivals also, at Game Rivals, uh, YouTube.com, at Game Rivals um that is it for me i am finn and always will be maximilian x and i'll see all you lovely beautiful people next time later